up soon. If you suffer from addiction to opiate pain, you'll be Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode 134 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. We have a great show today. Our theme is how do you vote? Yeah. So as I do this opener, you might recognize some of it. I have actually uh, spoken about this before, but we are in the week of the midterm elections, the 2018 midterm elections, and your involvement, your educated involvement, your informed involvement really is vital. It really is important to have a say, to cast your vote, but to also really know what you're voting for and why you're voting the way that you are. And so I wanted to ask, how do you vote? I don't mean whether or not you mail your ballot or drive to the polling booths. I mean, how do you make an educated and informed vote. Do you just listen to the TV and radio ads? Or do you meet personally with the candidates by attending town halls and candidate forums? Do you have family meetings to include the younger members of your family in the process? Or do you just wing it? I'm afraid that far too many of us just wing it and rely on our memory of what name we have heard most often on those TV and radio ads. I own a couple of small businesses and I hire people to work in my businesses. When I hire them, I don't and can't just wing it because it is too important for me to know what their background, education, experience, and level of dedication is. So when I'm hiring someone, I take the time to know as much as I possibly can about them. When they become a part of my staff, what they say and do represents me, my husband, our family brand, the other people who endorse us, and every one of my other staff members. It is my responsibility to be sure that I am making a sound, sober, and educated decision. When you cast your vote, you are hiring someone. You are hiring this person to represent you your values, and your vision of our nation that will be handed down to your children, 
and your children's children. It is not something to be taken lightly and not something that you should entrust to a gut feeling while you're standing in the voting booth. In our family, we do hold family meetings. Our daughter Cassie has even been known to invite her friends over to be part of these meetings. It seems that few parents are helping their children to understand that voting isn't an event, it's a process. Cassie's friends have enjoyed the time to wrestle with the ideas and debate with one another over the pitfalls and merits of one candidate or issue over another. They've had the opportunity to work together to research the wording, which can be very tricky sometimes, and some of the bills and initiatives. And this is vital. They were free to make up their own minds. Our only ground rule, which actually only applied to our daughter, is that she had to be able to answer the question, why? It's a powerful word. Why do I like this candidate? Why would he or she be effective in the job? Why would things be better or worse if we passed or rejected this specific bill? So why? Again, so powerful. It helps us to move the topic from our emotional reactions about it up into our logical and intellectual interactions with it, right? Some votes might feel good, but what will actually do good for America? Why also helps us remove the knee-jerk reactions to simply vote along political party lines. Some politicians wear one letter while behaving more like they play for the other team. So by engaging our why, it no longer matters as much if there's a D or an R next to their name. For me, I am a single-issue voter. The Second Amendment, period. And here is why. The stance a politician takes in concerning the Second Amendment is more revealing than they would like to think. Wrapped up in one issue are that politician's attitudes toward my civil rights, my personal rights, my human rights, my woman's rights, and the rights of their majority and lower socioeconomic constituents. You see, those who are anti-gun are also anti-civil, anti-human, anti-personal, anti-women's, and anti Minority rights, and we call them what they are, the rights restrictors. They ask for my vote to expand their power, and at the same time, they want to limit my liberty and my freedom. To help with sorting all of this out, there is an informative website called votesmart.org. And it has all of the ratings of how politicians have voted in the past. And the National Shooting Sports Foundation has Gun Vote. It's a Facebook page and Twitter pages where you can stay on top of the latest real news about laws and issues related to firearms and freedom. It is easy to get confused and tripped up because the rights restrictors, 
like to muck things up with common sensey sounding words and ads that appeal to your heart and your emotions. And it's helpful to have sound and intelligent information at your fingertips. And these websites help with that. So, while we are considering our votes at every level of government, we have lots of issues to weigh out, such as securing our borders and keeping politicians' hands out of our pockets in how they view taxes. But for me, I will always support the people who support our Bill of Rights and protect our Second Amendment. And I invite you to consider doing the same in how you vote. Dan? Cheryl, you know the difference between the way you vote and I vote? How's that, Dan? I make it look good. Oh, but um bum <laughs> Nice. But you got to vote first in order to make it look good, right? right? Right. And everybody needs to vote. And you know, we look at the, uh, the way that you want to spot somebody who's a right restrictor. Here's some of the sentences they will use. Okay. I've shot a shotgun once. <laughs> I, I bird hunt. Um... But, but but is usually the biggest one. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, watch for those words because if you're if you're not a right restrictor, there is no restrictions. So you can't say well some or a few. Mm-hmm. It's either you are or you aren't. And there is no but. So don't be a but <coughs> about gun rights, right? Right. We have a great uh, line of guests today. Mm-hmm. Our first hour, we have Mark Walter. He's a host of a Armed American Radio. He's here to talk to us about why is he is he why we are considered alternative media. Mm-hmm. Alternative to what? Mm-hmm. And who says some second? Uh, who says we are some secondary choice? Mm-hmm. Then we have Maj Ture. He's the founder of Black Guns Matter, which is a group to help urban communities learn their rights and responsibilities, and say. There is no white gun culture or black gun culture. There is an informed gun culture and an ignorant one. Mm-hmm. Maj has just been featured on the cover of Time magazine. Uh, yeah. And Amazing. has been invited to what? The White House. Yes. So exciting. I just, I can't wait to hear how all of that went. I can't even be invited to my next door neighbor's house. <laughs> How do you do that? It's pretty amazing. But the work he does is that it important. It's very amazing, yes. Mm-hmm. We have Amanda Suffercole. Is a she's a pro to uh, Second Amendment uh, leader, trainer, and educator, and the creator of the NRA Carry Guard Conceal Carry Fashion Show, mm-hmm. which she's had a really big year. Her radio show has gone into syndication, and she appeared in the movie White Boy Rick. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet. Is it out? Yes, it's out. Awesome. We need to see that. <laughs> McConaughey, hey, hey, oh, Matthew really? McConaughey's she in that. Was in a movie? With yeah, she was. It's kind of a big deal. Wow. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Huh. All right. Second hour, we have uh, Sean Brody, Brodell, a board-certified family doctor, primarily practicing in the ER, and is a member of the Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. The DRGO. Yeah, where he is involved in membership and public engagement projects. We have Dan Waz, author of Good Gun, Bad Guy, Behind the Lies of Anti-Gun Radical, the book that destroys the anti-gun left and exposes all their lies and propaganda and recently published a second book, Destroying the Anti-Gun Narrative. Lately, Dan has been helping us to decipher the language used by right restrictors and activist journalists. Mm-hmm. Really interesting stuff he's doing. Then we have Ern Palette, 
president of Pink Pistols and founder of Operation Blazing Sword, providing LGBTQ-friendly firearm safety education for the gun curious. Aaron is a blogger, podcaster, and public speaker. Aaron is a Second Amendment activist, which frequently puts her at odds with the extreme left, and a trans woman, which frequently puts her at odds with the extreme right. And despite this, she still believes that both sides have more in common than indifference and tries to facilitate communication and understanding between the two. We also will have our responsibly armed citizen report and Dan's commentary. Stick around. Big show in front of us right after these messages. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun-buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun-buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun, and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun? Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knoll Town Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf. Hi folks, I'm Don Kyle. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. We are excited today to welcome to our show the host of Armed American Radio, Mark Walters. He is here today to talk with us about why he... And we are considered alternative media? Alternative to what? And who says we are some secondary choice? Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, Cheryl. Thanks for having me. I wish I was sitting in the studio with you there looking at Camelback Mountain, but I digress. Why aren't you, Mark? Uh, you know, don't, because you got to talk to my wife about that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets pretty hot here in the summer, so she's probably choosing uh, the, the lesser of those kind of evils. But this time of year, 
Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Now, you know, don't forget, we met in Central Florida, so she's no stranger to the heat. Well, so. that's true. Yeah. Plus the We're humidity. We're working on it. How you doing, guys? <laughs> we are awesome. So excited to have you on. We just, oh, thanks. Me too. We just had a great opportunity to, to catch up with you in uh, Chicago, of all places, yeah, yeah, right. talking about what? Why were we there? The Gun Rights Policy Conference? What kind of? 33rd annual one, you believe it? It's been that, it's been that many, yeah. Seriously. What a mashup of worlds, though. And uh, one of the things that you spoke of at the, the conference was this idea of you know, this whole phrasing and and sort of labeling of the work that we do as, you know, not it's not really mainstream. It's not really for normal people. It's alternative, you know. Yeah. It's for some fringe audience. And, you know, I really was kind of struck by that idea. Um, and, and you kind of explored a little bit in, in your speech. And I, I wondered if you could kind of unpack it for us here. Yeah, you know, what, all you got to do is take a look, Cheryl, at the media today. I mean, look at what we're seeing today. It, it's, it's almost indescribable. You know, when you can leave a syndicated talk radio host speechless, there's a problem, all right? <laughs> and that's Story. what the media is. I, when I look at you know, just yesterday, Don Lemon on CNN mm. calling white men mm-hmm. the terrorist problem, that white men are the only group that are not on a watch list. I mean, this is just unbelievable. What we're hearing from the leftist media today, and it gets worse and worse and worse every day. Since we met in Chicago, the media has come even farther out of the closet. They've opened the door even wider to fulfill their utter hatred towards not just Donald Trump, but to America. And, you know, when the, when the media goes after Donald Trump, they go after me, and they mm-hmm. go after you. Mm-hmm. They go after freedom-loving Americans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about alternative media. And, you know, what is alternative media? Well, the mainstream media, ABC, NBC, CBS, the Alphabet Soup media, wants you to think that it's Breitbart News. They created a new phrase, right? Alt-right. I'd never heard of that before. Mm -mm. I've been around 56 years. Mm -hmm. Never heard that phrase until they created it out of thin air. And part of what we, you know, unpacked, if you will, to use your term, was what really is alternative media. To me, that's alternative media today. They are, Mm -hmm. because they are now pushing, blatantly pushing, such an open, biased political agenda that flies in the face of quote-unquote real news. And I started off talking to the group asking, what is news? News is undebatable. News is fact. News is Neil Armstrong stepped on the moon today at 12.59 p.m. That's news. You can't debate that. Nobody can argue that. Mm -hmm. Four plus four is eight. Mm -hmm. That's news. Nobody can debate that. It's a fact. Donald Trump won the election with 306-plus electoral votes. That is indisputable. It cannot be debated. Mm -hmm. Yet today, all we see is 24-7 so-called debate about those very facts as if they didn't really happen. Mm. To me, they've relinquished themselves to alternative media because we've now given ground, because of the political bias and what we see, there is now a new media out there that is, in fact, the only form of media actually putting out the facts. So it, it's, quite, it's quite a dynamic, this paradigm shift that we're witnessing. It's so true. And, you know, when you mentioned the, the quote by Don Lemon, it, it, that was the, the back half of his sentence. The first half of his sentence was, we have to stop labeling uh, people. And yeah, then he goes yeah. on to say... But white men or white people are, you know, the the scourge of terrorism or however he phrased it. And 
It was like, do, do they even hear themselves? Do they even really listen? Or are they so bent on, you know, the activism that, that they just want to be sure that there's enough of a smoke cloud out there that nobody can really, you know, un, untie the knots upon knots of the words that they use and the phraseology and the half-truths and misused historical, uh, you know, evidence and that sort of thing. Well, you know, there's, I think there's an answer to that. First off, it's kind of two-part. I've used this example on my radio program before. And I, you know, I, I called my mom and dad. I call them every day when they're down in Florida. They'll be back in Georgia on Friday. But they go down, you know, about six months of the year. Then they cut out in October for a month to get the house fixed and get ready to go back and all that stuff. Typical snowbird type stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess you can't call really Georgia to Florida snowbird because it's <laughs> not really fair. But nonetheless, uh, they, you know, I call my dad and talk to my dad in the morning when I drop my daughter off at school. I'll call him on the way back every day and catch up with him. He's going to be 80 years old in March. God bless him. They're doing mm-hmm. great. And I say, hey, Dad, what are you doing? He says, oh, your mom and I just got some coffee and we're sitting here watching the news. And I said, what are you watching? He says, well, we're watching Fox and Friends. I said, you're not watching the news. Mm. You're watching three people sit on a couch, mm-hmm. talk crap, and mm-hmm. give you their opinion mm-hmm. about what, they're, what they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. They don't make the news. They do on their own show. So I reminded my dad, I said, have you ever noticed that every 15 minutes they cut away to the girl in the short skirt over off to the side <laughs> to give you the news? Yeah. And she stands there and reads you the news. So that's the first part of the equation. The second part of the equation is these people are making tens of millions of dollars sitting in a quote-unquote anchor chair. That's patently absurd. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely absurd. I use Megyn Kelly as a, as a real-life battering ram. I like to because, well, she gave it to us, and I'll run with it because she can <laughs> be used as a battering ram now. But you, she's a prime example of when someone becomes, when someone supposedly giving you the news becomes the news, mm-hmm. And how much money they make becomes the issue. These people begin to believe, because they make so much money, Mm. that what they say Mm -hmm. is incredibly important and must be accurate and must be the news. Mm. They believe this. Don Lemon believes, because he anchors a show on CNN, that he is capable of, or people believe him in such a way that he can say anything he wants, that's why he sits there. Mm. People begin to, you know, what, but he's coming off as some type of news guy talking. You, when you watch Don Lemon, you're not watching the news. So there are two words that don't belong in the English language, okay, in the same sentence together. News, personality. <laughs> those two words do not belong in the same sentence, and I have a fix for it. No anchor should make that kind of money. No anchor should become a star. Mm. What they ought to do is put an anchor in the seat for 60 days at a pop and continually rotate them out. Hmm. Just rotate them out. I Let like these that people idea. read news. But the problem we have today is that's never going to happen. The cat is out of the bag. We live in a day of instantaneous technology where you, you can get anything you want in your front pocket when it beeps. Mm-hmm. You can't sit on the toilet without picking up your phone anymore nowadays mm-hmm. in, in this world. And the problem that we have is that in a day of instant technology where you have 20 – when it's fed by a 24-hour cycle and that 24-hour cycle is pushing actively – a large part of it, a political agenda, we are in deep, deep trouble. Donald Trump is right. The press, in that respect, is the enemy of the people because they are coming after 
the constitutional rights of Americans by pushing an unconstitutional agenda, such as gun control, silencing free speech of Christians. Hell, they're going after Chick-fil-A for crying out loud, mm, okay? Right. Remember this, though, and your listeners need to remember this, that it's the left that's trying to change America. You are righteous and noble for all you're doing is defending it. You're defending the right to free speech. You're defend, defending the right to, to preach and practice whatever religion you want. You're defending Chick-fil-A for wanting to be closed on Sundays, and you're protecting and defending your gun rights. It's always the left that wants to take something away. So the fight that we're fighting is righteous and noble, and God knows we have to win it, or this country's in terrible, terrible trouble. Gosh, I I just want to kind of let that set for a minute and, and let people chew on it and resonate with it or not. You know, that's your choice, whether you resonate with it or not. And that is, that's rare nowadays. It Everything comes at us so quickly. And it's, you know, it used to be called infotainment, right? So it's yep. the news. Is it the news or is it infotainment? And now I think we need a new word. I think we need to call it what it is, and that's opinion-tainment, right? Because it really is just this person or that person's either their personal opinion, which is fine, but package it that way. Come at me, you know, with with the, the reality and the truth of what you really are giving me. Or maybe it's the opinion of, and this is another idea that, that people don't think of often, the, the powers that be. Well, who are the powers that be? When you put, turn on a station... Watch the commercials, right? Who's paying for what you're seeing? Who's, who's hoping that you're going to exchange dollars with them? And so when I turn on each different channel and I look at, you know, I, I'm telling you, Big Pharma, every commercial has something to do with, with a drug of some sort. And it's like, I guess if they want to advertise, this is America, they can do that. But I'm thinking, isn't my doctor the one that's going to tell me if I need a specific, you know, medication? Why are we advertising? And you know who gave me that thought process was our 28-year-old daughter. Like, you know, out of the mouth of babes. She's saying, what are we doing? What are we feeding into our minds and convincing ourselves that we need these, these medications? And then, okay, so if the medication companies are the ones that are paying for all this airtime to bring us all these opinions, maybe their opinions are, are undergirding what's coming out of the mouths of the hosts. I don't know. I'm just throwing out an idea for people to chew on for themselves. What do you think, Mark? Well, you know, I can tell you this with, in no uncertain terms, that we've reached a tipping point in America where I don't think there's any turning back. We're not, you know, this cat is out of the bag. It's, it's impossible to stuff this, this snake back into the bag. Unfortunately, it's grown too large. And in today's day and age, with this instant technology in our pockets that 10-year-olds are now carrying around with them, mm. it simply isn't going to get any better. What has to happen is Americans need to understand that what they're watching isn't what they think it is. Mm. And they need to come to grips with that fact. They have to understand that when they're watching The Five on Fox, they're not watching the news. Mm. They're watching five individual people yes. <clears throat> talk about and give their opinions on whatever it is they want to talk about. The other issue is, why is there divisiveness and anger in America today? And Where's this hate coming from? It's coming from the media because that's where people see everything. That's where they get their information. Mm -hmm. So it all stems from that problem. I, I, I mean, I can tie the hatred and divisiveness in this, carrier, in, this, in this country right smack back to the mainstream media and do it to the point I could make the case open and shut the book on it. 
that's where people are getting their information. And that's where people have got to understand, look, if this is going to fix itself, we've, there are two things have to happen. We have to disengage from this phony news, mm. because it's not news, it's opinion. We have to disengage from Put the phones down. Quit watching this stuff. Go back to catching it at 6.30 at night while you're eating your dinner or after dinner, and then turn it off and go live your life, number one. <laughs> and number two, the left must be defeated in this country. They must. And there's only two ways to do it, peacefully or violently. That's mm. the only way it's going to happen. And it better be peacefully because it's the left that's wanting to get violent. Mm. And you know, we're in a very, I mean, the laws of physics and the laws of nature tell us that. And hopefully, thank God, it fixes itself and corrects itself. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not feeling real good about it. It's not getting better. Watch what happens for the next two years when they realize after the midterms that Donald Trump is still the president. (laughs) Then what? Yeah. Hey, listen, we have run ourselves flat out of time. Uh, This has been really amazing. I really want people to, to come away from this and form your own opinions understand what it is you're listening to what you're filling your your ears with and filling your brain with and allowing your heart to feel based on all of this information that's how we're going to change the world is if we can start critically thinking again for ourselves instead of just digesting all this pre-chewed opinion-based nonsense but uh, Mark, thank you so much. And as we go out, please tell folks how they can follow you on all of your eight gazillion syndicated radio uh, stations out there. Yeah, sure. You can find a radio station near you, and there are hundreds of them at armedamericanradio.com. Just click on where to listen. You can follow me on Facebook. Join the other 100,000 folks up there at facebook.com slash armedamericanradio. And make sure to follow me at Twitter at AAR Mark. We're starting to get much more active with that. The base, Twitter, Twitter base is growing. And I will see you on the radio. And thank you, Cheryl. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. You too, Mark. Be well out there. God bless. God bless you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, stick around. On the other side of these messages, we have our friend Maj Ture, the founder of Black Guns Matter. Stick around. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, 
banking, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are glad you're here with us today, and if you've missed any portion of today's show, go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com, click the On Demand tab, and binge listen to your heart's content, all 133 other episodes we have posted there. And when you want to put a face with a voice, click the Guest tab. There are photos and links and bios to all the guests we've ever had on It is a tremendous resource, and, you know, we don't hate it when you spend time there. All right, our next guest is our friend Maj Ture, founder of Black Guns Matter, which is a group to help urban communities learn their gun rights and responsibilities. And as Maj says, there is no white gun culture, no black gun culture. There is simply an informed and an ignorant gun culture. Maj has just been featured on the cover of Time Magazine and been invited to the White House. Holy moly, you've had a big month. Welcome to the show, Maj. Word. What's up, Cheryl? How y'all feeling? We are great. We're enjoying this gorgeous weather here in Arizona, and you've got to get back here like ASAP. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, I actually have a somewhat warm day today in Philly. It's about 64, 65, so. Yeah, but you can come rolling. You can come rolling Phoenix and you don't even have to wear a, you don't even have to own a jacket, Marge. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy cuz when I was there that week, I was like, how come nobody knows about this place? Like <laughs> <laughs> Well, we only want people to know better Arizona who will come here and not bring their crazy voting rights with or voting yeah. ways with them because we have a lot of California people come over and they're fleeing the madness that they created with their voting, and then they come over here and vote the same way. And we're like, wait a minute, stop that. You know, come right. and enjoy You're gonna recreate freedom. the same foolishness you just made over there. Amen. Well, let's talk about this, I mean, two huge uh, events that have happened in, in such a short span of time. Um, I think I want to start with the White House visit. Like, what? What? Now? I mean, come on. Yeah. You, you got the official invitation, right? That says you your honor is requested at the White House or something <laughs> like that, right? You have been uh, uh, asked to bless the White House with each other's presence. It was like, it was real frou-frou. Oh, you know I love saying? it. Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, we were there for the Youth Black Leadership Summit, but... President Trump, along with uh, Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens and Brandon Tatum, I got to shout him out. Mm-hmm. They've done a lot of work over there. You know, President Trump, you know, you know, invited us in, and you know, he was real cool. Um, he, you know, we spoke to everybody. It was a great thing. Uh, but bigger than just the White House was that summit where we mm-hmm. had a lot of conservatives. A lot of times, not to make it about race. However, the Black conservative voice has been kind of squelched out a bit, and then you add Second Amendment onto Black conservatives. 
you know, it's, it's like they're trying to get, you know, squeeze blood from a turnip, you know. <laughs> so it was it was a it was a, a weekend situation. I saw that media has tried like the, the route has tried to make it like, oh, President Trump just got all his black coons to come in and <gasps> cheerlead for him. No, what it was was a weekend event where we, we shared, we taught, we learned, we communicated, you know, we, we communed. Yes. And uh, it was it was wonderful. And yes. the, the White House, you know, visit was which is amazing. You got to go through a lot of security clearances to get into the White House. I mean, obviously, but yes. when I got here, I'm like, we getting checked again? You know, but <laughs> it was great. No, that is really incredible. And, you know, when you just quoted the the route, I, it's so unfortunate that, you know, any of us who are in the Second Amendment community, in the constitutional support uh, community, we get certain levels of backlash. But, you know, you and I were talking while you were here in Arizona that the worst I'm going to get is still a layer that that you have to deal with that I never do. Nobody calls me racial names because right. you and I are friends. Nobody right. calls me racist names because I'm supporting the Constitution. And that is a whole layer that you and all the the young black leadership summit uh, attendees have to deal with and figure out are you gonna push back are you gonna ignore it like I it's so unfortunate and it's so much wasted energy and and how do you deal with it I mean maybe different ways well different times, I, don't, right? I don't get the same because so a lot of those guys are like co- college degree people and like you know that they have that you know educational background I'm from where I'm from so a lot of that you know, online people will say those things, but in real life, I don't ha- I don't suffer from that at all. Mm. Nobody come to my neighborhood and is saying any of that in my you know in in my face. That mm-hmm. never happens. Good. Um, with that being the case, though, it's, it's still we are collectives. So what we have collectively done, I think that's why so many people were so energized there, especially in the White House, not limited to, but uh, I think they were so energized because it had been so so long that you see so many young you know leaders. Mm-hmm. Americans that happen to be African American mm-hmm. that were on a more conservative wave in a room full. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of people that were like minds. That whatever corner of the country that they're from, they may be the only one mm. that thinks this way, or at least expresses it. Because there's a lot, you know, it's called a silent majority. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so. We deal with it with just supporting each other. You know, being critical. I, one of my critiques is we love that this experience was great and we got some good work done, but we got to be make sure we're not fanfaring hardcore without you know uh political power yes you know what i'm saying just yes. just just throwing on a, a maga hat and meeting the president is great mm-hmm. or any president mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. however this still needs to be tied into social and political work you know Absolutely. so there's a time to celebrate and there's also a time to make sure that we're getting the work done so if we can keep that balance being confident in our choices and our political views and being able to civilly express those views you know to people that happen to be tolerant some people on the left are not mm. however if they are you know, we can share our, you know, our perspective, and then we get to a point where we'll be a more centrist. Yeah. Hey, I agree with some Democrats on these things. I disagree vehemently on these things. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we get to that space, you know, this was a step in that direction. But I'm not, I'm not going to throw cheerleaders, you know, pom poms on, just because I think <laughs> the president's cool mm-hmm. and because he's a billionaire. And I know his story. I read the Art of the Deal when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, so saying this to say, I'm not going to cheerlead for that president just because. Yeah, I, I think he's cool. It's yep. about policy, yep. not about you know personality. Even though I think he's got a cool personality, Absolutely. you know. But when they, when they're going over those numbers, you know, the unemployment rate, yep. job creation, yep. even felons. Some of my friends 
that there's more jobs available, and, and we're getting those guys get, are getting that second chance. That's mm. something that's undeniable. So I can champion that policy because it does literally make the hood great. That is fantastic. I I love that you brought all of that up because so often it, we're driven to be to we're supposed to hero worship. Well, that's not my style. You know, it's like I I can love or dislike a person and it doesn't necessarily affect whether I approve of or disapprove of their behavior or the results of the work they do. And right. all of that seems to get lost in the, the crush of the, the media sound bites out there. So You know who I hero worship? Hmm. I, and being in that time over there at you guys' shop, Danny, not just Danny, you too, Sharon. Aww. Danny has done an amazing job. Yes, he has. The level of intricacy, helping create jobs at azfirearms.com. Wow. The level of positive energy in the shop and the pot of gold auctions to Thank be you. able to hold down a gun shop in this climate mm. you guys have been there for 12 going on 13 years that is truly superhero stuff and i, I maybe not, not enough people say it to have a radio show to go to all of these political events to feed families to feed your family to raise beautiful families in your home and seeing all of those beautiful memories Thank that's you. worthy of some some praise for that's, sure so danny i know yeah, Cheryl don't let you talk much, uh, but I'm going to speak for you. <laughs> well, now you, you've, you've kind of shut me up, too, because I don't know what to say to that. Thank you very much. I really appreciate Thank that. Thank you. Thank wow. you, Dan. That's That was incredible. That um, Yeah. I, I'm speechless now. You've done the impossible, Maj. You've caused Cheryl to be speechless. All right. Well, we're almost out of time, but we've got to talk about this cover of Time Magazine. How did that come oh. about? How were you treated? Uh, do you feel like they did a good job of, of weighing both sides? Uh, it's called uh, Guns in America, I think, and it, it's going to be out this week. Yeah, I think they did an excellent job of being balanced. Um, I was a little nervous in the beginning. We went to the the, uh, the unveiling of it, you know, and and in, in Manhattan they did like a on the screen wall thing with it. The guy that's the the, the photographer has won a TED Talk a recipient award in 2011. Um, just the, just his story alone was amazing. Jr. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Um, great photographer. Great people. Um, it was fair and balanced, and I honestly feel like it leaned more pro gun because his he's famous for. Knowing, speaking about people that have voices that are being squelched a bit, mm. and you know, and Diana, you know, uh, Diana Mueller, you know, she's a three-gun competitor, competitive mm-hmm. shooter. She got up and she spoke about that. She spoke about, you know, our, gun, our you know, we we tend to banks tend to not want to do business with us, even mm-hmm. though we're a company that supports American businesses, mm-hmm. things of that nature. But I think that the Time Magazine piece, you know, all of those beautiful people, there's 245 people involved in that, and they're doing, you know, exhibits all around the country. If you want to host an exhibit, they'll send you the files. They'll send you the background of how to explain it, JR's, you know, background and things like that. And it's beautiful. I, again, I was nervous, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. because he's such a, a world-renowned photographer, they gave him some leadway, mm-hmm. and it just turned out absolutely wonder, wonderful. Antonia Okafor was on it. Mm-hmm. Jeff Dixie was on it. Mm-hmm. Diana was on it. Just so many people. Steve uh, Gutowski, I always mess his last name up. But just a, <laughs> a solid showing of people that regardless of where you are as far as firearms ownership or not, we all agree that we are trying to stop trauma. We want to bring education, safety, conflict resolution, and de-escalation to the forefront for all Americans. So it was amazing. It was amazing. 
That is so awesome. I can't wait for it to hit the newsstands. I keep looking every day at the Barnes and Noble and the grocery store and it hasn't hit yet, but it should be soon. I think November 5 is the uh, the actual date on the, the magazine. So we have okay. to run, but thank you so much. And as we go out, tell folks how they can follow all of the work you do, which is huge um, and expansive. Yeah, they can get us on. Um, actually, they can hit us on our GoFundMe. That's still up because people kept asking. GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. Um, just, just Google us, Black Guns Matter. You know, if you want to email us, info at officialblackgunsmatter.com. Um, you know, Twitter, all of that other stuff too, Maj Toure, M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E. If you got some questions, you need some perspective, we're here for you. Perfect. Thank you, sir, so much. Have a safe day. Thank you, Maj. What for a great sure. day you've all been right, for me today. Sarah, Thank I'll you. talk to you all later. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. Stick around. We still have Amanda Suffolk on the other side of these messages, she is multifaceted, including putting on uh, the NRA Carry Guard Conceal Carry Fashion Show and being in a, you know, a little Hollywood movie called White Boy Rick. Stick around. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment. Staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Thanks for sticking around. You are with Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, we are excited to bring our next guest back on again, another friend of ours, Amanda Suffolk. Amanda is a pro 2A leader, trainer, and educator, and the creator of the NRA Carry Guard Concealed Carry Fashion Show, an actual 
fashion show for how to properly and stylishly conceal carry. It's just a wonderful idea. And she has had a very big year. Her radio show has gone into syndication, no easy feat. And she has appeared in the movie White Boy Rick. Holy cow, I need your autograph, Amanda. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Man, you make me sound so important. (laughs) Well, the work you do makes you sound important. I mean, seriously, and that's just like a tiny little spoonful of everything that that you do. I my hashtag I want to be like Amanda Suffolk is uh I mean it it really is the truth. I just wish I had half your energy. Oh, I think you do. I think that you and I both do things. We just do different things off in different directions and let me tell you, I use you as the hashtag keep up, if you want to say. <laughs> I love it. like, man, look at what she's doing now. Oh, <laughs> and, and the same, you know, it's that positive, um, kind of competitive encouragement. And mm-hmm. uh, I love it. I, I really thrive in that area. And it's so fun to be able to, you know, just kind of mutually support one another, lift one another up, and at the same time feel like, I love that she did that, and so it shows me it's possible, and I'm going to, that one thing that's scaring me, I'm going to try. I'm going to do it, you know? So You, you were so right. It's like I'm going to up my game mm-hmm. because I just saw what she did um, on her coast I where know. I'm doing it. On, I just look at it to say, okay, you've got that half of the yes. country, and I've got this half. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're good. Well, you're and you are expanding through this syndication. Uh, talk to it's us about always, that. That is huge news. That is no easy feat. It it really it I it, I tell people that I'm kind of like uh, if I were a dog, I would have a tail and I would wag it. That's how happy <laughs> I am because wow. it's just I'm just like so excited about it. But. If you start to look at who has syndicated radio shows that are pro 2A, most of them, most, the the lion's share, do not even have a female cohort or a Mm. co-host or a sidekick. Right. Let alone being moderated and driven by a female host. And then you throw guns into the whole mix, and there's like zippo zero, no no voice except for yours. And it's taking it into just the mainstream AM, FM dial. You know, it's it's truly incredible, uh, especially, I think, because, you know, you're talking positively about your constitutional rights. You know, you're not dogging anybody out. You're not, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to you know, discourage people from being connected with their the, what their forefathers intended for them through the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And it's really awesome that you're able to do that. It, and it's great fun. I mean, so we're having, we're having, my sidekick is my brother. And um, I have to say that I know that you've had Charlie Cook on as a guest. And mm-hmm. Charlie Cook cracks me up. So He's when we first got our syndication news, Charlie created a meme for Rob and I because, mm-hmm. uh, oh, of course, all of our friends kind of hang out in the same spaces. And it was my face superimposed over Johnny Carson's body and Rob's face as Ed McMahon, right? <laughs> so he's the sidekick. <laughs> it, it cracked me up. But the, but the two of us, we do we do a two-hour syndicated show, and, and it is it's 
it's small but growing. Mm-hmm. So the first step is you get it nationally syndicated. You make it available. And then the second is you start to market it and hope that people pick it up and po- people listen and people talk to each other about, hey, did you catch that? Mm-hmm. And that's really where we're at. We are definitely at the baby beginner steps of of growing a national show. So we got national, but we are a tiny little droplet in that pond. You know, and it so starts with one step, it. right? The journey that's of a it. thousand miles. But we're miles. we're in the pond. Otherwise, we were back in the goldfish bowl. Now we've moved into the big pond, and we <laughs> we need to we need to grow to fit it. You know. And so, how do people so, know? I mean, of course, the name is I on the Target Radio. And mm-hmm. how do they know if they're going to be able to find you when they hop into their car and flip on the radio? Well, what we've done is that there are stations who carry us, and they, some carry us live and some carry us that are recorded and then replayed. Our website has a list of the stations that currently carry us. Mm-hmm. And then the second part is is we podcast those so that in the podcast world, they can listen. Mm-hmm. And then there is the ability for the podcasters to contact their local station and say, hey, guess what? These guys are nationally syndicated. Why aren't they on your station? Ooh, Why aren't I they like on my it. station? I like yeah. it. There's that positive um, kind of competitive uh, edge mm-hmm. again. And your show, people who are listening right now all across the nation Actually, all across right. the world. You know, we had like 300 listens in Switzerland last week. So I don't know oh, cool. what's going on in Switzerland that they're loving uh, the Second Amendment radio stuff, but we're liking it. Stay tuning in. Yeah. They can actually pick up the phone and call you and Rob and talk to you and ask you questions Correct. live on your show. Correct. So they And they can get to it through the website, I-E-Y-E, IonTheTargetRadio.com. So when they go there, there is a listen live button. It tells them when it is live. Mm-hmm. And there's an 800 number that they can call in. And if by chance they're calling when we're not live, they can leave a question that we can just address their question Perfect. on our next show. I love it. So, so we have folks that email us questions. This last week we had people email us pictures for Rob to tell them about their guns. Oh, wow. That is a brilliant idea. I love everything about that. And you really are very interactive. You're very respectful. And you've even had some curmudgeons call you. And uh, that's a good word, right? Curmudgeon? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you've handled them with respect, with kindness. But you have a limit and you know how to, you know, use the click hang up button. So (laughs) There, there is that. I do have that end button. And the other part is I have the volume slider. So sometimes what happens with radio is they think they can outshout you. Right. <laughs> Not so much. So it's like, okay, well, here, it, I'll let you speak. And then when it's my turn to speak, let me speak. Mm-hmm. And if you don't let me speak, I'll slide you down. I'll finish my statement. I'll slide you back up. Mm-hmm. And then we'll continue to listen to your rant. <laughs> so. And they probably haven't heard a word you said because they didn't call to really interact and, and hear what you had to say. They just wanted to hear themselves sometimes. But... But I really, I love that you're able to handle them with, you know, dignity, respect. You keep your dignity and you handle them with as much respect as they, they allow you to. So I, I yeah, really love we, that. Yeah, we try to. I mean, you want to be, you want to be respectful you, because I believe that there's room for people to disagree, for sure. people to like portions of it. You don't have to like everything that everybody does. 
But if you can hear the other side and hear what their statements are and hear their their points, and if they're fact-based, I am way good with having a full conversation about it. You're awesome at it. You are really, really tremendously awesome at it. And then plus, uh, you and Rob know like everything there ever was to know about any gun. And so then you can offer people, you know, that historical, uh, you know, education piece of the firearm itself and, you know, who who made it and how it connects to, to time and history. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's just tremendous. Well, Rob has started to do a section called The History of the Gun. And so we started with, guess what? Here is the guy who patented the hole for the bore through cylinder. Crazy. I love it. And here are the people who then paid the patent fee for that. Wow. And so so our folks have gotten to hear kind of that stuff, which which is really funny because it was – We've been educating them in the last couple of weeks about about the hole in the cylinder and patents and patent rights and how they get to protect it and that. And then this week, it just came out that SIG and Glock and Steyer, I think it is, are all involved in a patent litigation mm. that has just has just blown up in the person who filed the lawsuit. They not only lost gra- they not only lost the lawsuit, they lost ground on their patent standing as it was. So they're like, "Oh, <laughs> wow! How topical is that?" Well, yeah. So it it was pretty cool. That is very cool. We are about down to a minute. I don't want to leave without you telling folks again how they can follow all that you do. And if you can give us a 30-second, how the heck did you end up in a McConaughey, a Matthew McConaughey movie, White Boy Rick? I, we, are, we, are in, we were in White Boy Rick, the very beginning of the movie. So if you get there, I'm wearing 1980s garb, and it was, <laughs> it was fabulous. The, so sexy. The other thing is, is we're, not. we're in a vice. <laughs> Pardon? I said so sexy or not. It was yeah, it wasn't good it wasn't good clothing, we'll just say. Not at all. <laughs> and then we were on a Vice documentary this past week for the Concealed Carry Fashion Show. Mm-hmm. You were there too. Mm-hmm. If they want to see it and the link to it, go to my page, I on the target I should have that loaded in the next couple days Love of it. getting to see Cheryl in action in a concealed carry fashion. Show. It was super fun. Super fun. It was. All right. So I on the target radio.com. Click the listen live, leave a message, call into the show, ask your local station to include it in their lineup. Amanda Suffolk, thank you so much for all you do. Thank you, Cheryl. Thanks a lot. All right. And hey, Danny. And hey, how you doing? <laughs> He's here. She let me say hi. <laughs> that was perfect. All right, Amanda, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. All right, stick around. I'll let Danny talk a little bit in the second hour. If you stick around, you'll get to hear him yeah, right. after these messages. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, 
Let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey, this is Lloyd Bailey, the Armed Lutheran, host of the Armed Lutheran Radio Podcast, reminding you that the podcast you're listening to is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Check out all the great content at selfdefenseradio.net.